0: and uh, welcome to another episode of the DFWTO podcast. I'm your host, Casper. I am your other host, Becky Gremlin. Here to bring you all things spooky on Wednesdays because...
1: Wednesdays are for
0: podcasts.
1: I, I thought sp- you were going to say spoopy. I'm so sorry. It's okay.
0: Here to bring you all things spooky on Wednesdays because... <laughs> Wednesdays are for... <laughs> Rewind.
1: Rewind. I listen to... It's because Wednesday mornings I listen to Scared to Death. And Lindsay always says Spoopy. So then I have Spoopy on the brain all day.
0: Spoopy on the brain. Blow mama from the train. Anyway. <laughs> get Spoopy on the train. Um, I'm so sorry, guys. My brain was like, we're doing a podcast. Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> what are we doing? What are we, what are we doing? So, guys, before we get into our cryptid episodes on Selkies. Seal people. Seal people. Um,
1: that was painfully accurate.
0: (laughs) I was like, yo, is there one here? Are we doing an interview? I am a selfie. How did you not know that I shed my skin? (laughs) And I'm like, oh, oh." okay. Anyway, um, so
1: I'm hella jealous. First of all. Second of all.
0: Okay. I would rather, I've always wanted to be a shapeshifter, but I can't say that seals were first on my list. (laughs) You know? I mean, it's like
1: one step away from a mermaid, so
0: I'm kind of down. Yeah, well, yeah. Being a mermaid would be pretty I'm fucking I'm kind of cool. down. All right, guys. Well, before we get into our talk of seal people, a word from our sponsor. Calm your body down. Sorry. We both
1: had itches we at the same time. We both that was literally weird. had itches at the exact same time. And it was My just neck a, and
0: her eyebrow. The biggest <laughs>
1: distraction. uh so guys um nothing really new to report as far as any sales or anything coming up any new items as of yet um i know the summertime is usually pretty slow but um you know anything in particular that is of interest like um i know that some people have had ideas of like other products um that maybe people would be interested in. And, you know, I I have some other things I'm throwing around. A lot of times it's just dependent upon what could work, what doesn't, what would I have the inventory for? What, what can I, you know, that kind of thing. But um, right now, really like the biggest thing I'm pushing is the tattoo wax. It's really great to use on old and new tattoos. It's all natural ingredients. It's really great on sensitive skin. And, um, you know, I've been reading articles lately that, A lot of people, especially this year, are like, you know, COVID restrictions went up in most states mid to late June. So, people started booking tattoo appointments. Um, And, you know, it's a really great item to use. And it's a lot cheaper than a lot of the other, you know, like tattoo goos and things like that. Um, So, yeah, that's for sale on the Etsy site. Calm Your Body Down everywhere. Instagram, Etsy. And uh, free shipping on everything in the U.S. Thank you.
0: Calm your body down. Uh, beep beep. God. Beep beep. I'm just gonna go beep 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 <laughs> beep beep. My car goes beep beep beep. <laughs> Fucking full house. <laughs> um. So guys, we're talking about seal people this evening. I love when Becky goes off and finds her. Finds these weird-ass cryptids that, like, I've never heard of. I've literally
1: never heard of (laughs) it. So. Never heard of it. It's, uh... Yeah, you know, we've... it, It can... It can get a little difficult when you're coming up with, uh... You know, cryptid ideas and topics. And, you know, when you've pretty well... Covered all the ones that, you know, everybody's familiar with. You're like, okay... There's got to be, you know, there's got to be more out there. There's, and, and I'm there sure are, there are. I mean, oh my
0: God. You could cover. Well, you've got them on every single fucking continent. Everyone. Every single one. Every country has different ones. Every, everybody every has different lore. One. Different
1: cultures, different. Yeah. Every single one. So, um, and this one really interested me too because, like we were just talking about, I fucking love mermaids. And this is really close. This is a this is very close to mermaid lore. So, do 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 I'm gonna see. I am so ready for that fucking. Uh, I forgot all about Little that. Mermaid. They're they're filming it. I know finally in, it's in production right now. I forgot all about it. Did you see Haley? guys What's her name? Chloe and Haley are the twins. Haley, I think, is the one playing her. I don't think it's Chloe. I'm pretty sure it's Haley. I think it's Haley. I don't remember her name though. Her last name. I don't remember their last names either. I just know the the cute little twin girls from Blackish. That's it. That's all. That's all I know. That's correct. <laughs> They're adorable. <laughs> and They can sing, and I love them. But yeah, I'm I'm really you know I know a few people are like man, I'm like hey, it's not a real character. Shut the fuck up. But uh, yeah, we have a black little mermaid, so it's amazing,
0: and I'm happy. How to trigger an entire fandom? Jesus wasn't white.
1: Dun, dun dun
0: dun Um <clears throat> What was I saying though?
1: What was that? Oh, did you guys see the new Candyman stuff today? Did you see it? I haven't watched the trailer yet. Well, that's how I told you about that in night Shamalama Ding Dong movie because I was reading an article about the new I know that's not how you say it, I just like to say it like that's that. How we, that's, how that's how we that's how address we him say it. Um I was reading a BuzzFeed article about the new Candyman trailer and I didn't watch it yet because I got sidetracked because they were talking about other horror films coming out this summer mm-hmm. and they mentioned Old, which is the title of the M. Night Shyamalan movie. I need to watch movie, trailer. And guys, uh, the Candyman trailer and the Old trailer. Today, if you haven't watched them yet, you need to watch them because that the uh, Old trailer. It's just called Old, but um, that movie, it's got, uh, what's his name from Hereditary in it? Like that, I was really happy to see him in the trailer. Wait a minute, are like, you talking about yeah. Charlie? Yes. I
0: saw pictures for this film. I did not see the trailer yet. Him and M. Night on like a red carpet or something? or No, it was actually a picture from the film. Okay. Him and whatever girl is in it. It's filmed
1: on a beach. Yeah, so, yeah, yes. yeah. I saw a He's picture of
0: him like, and there was water in the background. He's in it. Yep. Oh, okay, so that's what I saw a picture it of. Is, okay. It looked really good.
1: I'll I was have to like, look into
0: it, definitely. Now. I was like,
1: okay, so he's redeeming himself.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, Ignite Shyamalan is very Blumhouse. He's very hit or miss. Like, yeah, and we've talked <laughs>
1: we've talked before that the really, I think, the hardest things with his movies, at least early on, was marketing. I think marketing was really difficult early Him on. Him and Ari Aster
0: kind of have the same thing, because it's like, is yes! it horror? Is, is it horror or is it not?
1: Which is kind of funny that, is it Which wolf brother is it? Alex. Alex. Um, That's why it's funny you mentioned Ari because Alex was in an Ari Aster film and now he's in. in Oh, wait, no, Alex
0: is his little brother. So it's Nack
1: or Nate. Nate? Is it pronounced? I don't remember. It's Nat. Maybe it is Alex. I don't think. They look exactly alike. Jesus. I mean, they literally look exactly alike. They really do, though. It's ridiculous. But anyway, um, I'm pretty sure it's Alex, but it's just, yeah, that's funny that they've, that he's now in one of each set of movies because they both do that.
0: Well, you have Hereditary, which is very much 100% a horror film. Right. And like Ari Aster, you have, or Ari Aster, what? M. Night Shyamalan with The Visit, Devil, very, very much horror films. Very much so. And then you have. But they have this like hidden, the devil f-
1: Devil freaked me the fuck out. Devil was a horror Like, I don't know how people, I don't know how other people, I only watched it one time, and I don't know how other people felt about it, but, like, it didn't sit right with me. It freaked, it just, it gave me the creeps, and, but, anyway, you guys know I've been very open about uh, my, my little demon connection. (laughs) Oh my god, me too. So let's just, (laughs) (laughs) Um, so maybe that's, Stone. Maybe that's why the movie <laughs> fucked me up because it made me. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think that's why it fucked with me because I. Yeah, because I know other people were like, "Oh, I didn't like it," and I'm like, mm, mm, "I liked it, but no, I'm not over
0: here like know. castaways. <laughs> we are castaways. Away <laughs> <I'll find fair>. there." <laughs> um. It's, I just. Don't, it wasn't really my cup of tea. I liked the film. I do. The it's Visit,
1: just, I thought, was
0: the really visit was good. stupid. That movie was amazing.
1: I mean, he... Because The Happening was trash, so he had to, like... There was, like, so many movies he had to, like, work up to. It's like, come on now. You gotta win us back. See, one that I
0: love that we do differ on is The Lady in the Water. I love I that I hated movie, that. And you hate it. And I love that. I love... I love so much that I'm like, oh my god, this movie is amazing and it's great. And you're like, the fuck? I wanted so badly to love that movie because I love Paul Giamatti
1: so much. I am really one of these, like, I, I'm i a Paul Giamatti fan. Like, if I How see that man in a movie, him? if I see him in a movie, I'm just like, I'm gonna fucking watch this. Like, I don't even know what it's about, but Paul Giamatti's in it, so I'm gonna watch it. And that was exactly why I was like, Paul Giamatti's in it, and I'm gonna watch this movie. And I watched it, and I was like, "Huh?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was originally supposed. <laughs> to be, it was originally supposed to be called bedtime stories. I know. I know, and I read. You know, I read more into. It's okay. The lore You're actually Alpadee, and I'm and I'm the, the weirdo, weirdo okay. who actually likes and it. Most people don't.
1: So I think I even tried to watch it again. Like it came on cable one time years ago, and I tried to watch it again. And I'm sitting here like. Yeah, no.
0: I don't know what it is about <laughs> it that I love so much, but I do.
1: It's really funny. I like, have I have some movies like that. I have certain movies it's like, like that. Why? where well, I know some people are just like I really look. I will defend Waterworld till the day I fucking die. And I know people. I was screaming at the TV the other day because Joe <laughs> Rogan said it was trash, and I'm like screaming at him. And I'm like,
0: the postman was trash. Waterworld was a mess. I don't. But, know. Hey. They can't hear you.
1: I know they and he, my poor husband that's he goes babe they, babe they can't babe. I am the only person that can hear you. Maybe the neighbors, <laughs> but I'm the only person that Maybe the dead you. too. You're screaming at people like But I like I love Waterworld. I fucking love that movie. I love that movie and I will defend it and I know people that are like that movie is straight trash. <laughs> I'm like no it's not.
0: You know you got you got to have the, me and Kai Talk all the time about Lady in the Water and we Missy Heat Put me looking for you. Missy Heat. <laughs> we love her character the most. She was our favorite character. Okay, I'll I'll give yeah. She she saved not, it. I'm at a club. I did not want my mom to know. She saved
1: it. <laughs> she, she saved it. I I'll okay. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Missy I'll give you that.
0: It some um, movies, some
1: movies are no saving, but that movie at least had yeah. Yeah. I'll give you that.
0: But it's okay, I understand why you don't like it. It's just it's kind of one of those films that's just see, I'm that way with the village. I know a lot of people that absolutely hate the village. See, now that's why you and I are both
1: like uh The village. I, I got it with the village and I fucking love that movie. Not and only is it a really lot of good... people are like, I didn't fucking get it, and I'm like
0: what's there not to get it's a fucking love story it's not see the village is where that line is it's not really a horror movie it is but it isn't the village is a love story well
1: and it's about the horrors of the world yeah and that these people couldn't deal with how ugly the world can be so they're like we're gonna create our own world and that's why the our bad color world, was red our world is gonna be utopia our world is gonna be where everybody's happy and safe and free from violence and and yeah i mean who who doesn't want to live in a world like that you know what i mean like there's been <laughs> in a world where there's no violence no money i mean i and personally no contamination don't. but uh one course, man
0: <laughs> Um, so I'm sorry.
1: That, it's, there's been so many other stories written like that. But I mean, I think the conceptually, the idea of it was brilliant. And, you know, every time there's a story written about a world where people try to create a, a perfect existence or this, you know, like a quote unquote utopia. It always falls. Mm-hmm. It always falls. It's never Perfection never exists someone will always break through that shroud it always 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 happens because someone someone's always going to question it they're always going to question it what's out there is this it like okay yeah we don't have this and we don't have that but we're we're missing so many other things too like why why is it just this existence someone will always question it So I think that that message and along with the love story, I totally agree. But like that message behind the village is what really resonated with me is that no matter how you try to create a perfect world, when you go through a traumatic event, it's never going to be perfect until you deal with that trauma because someone is always going to expose it. Why does this keep coming up in my life? Right? Me too. But (laughs) yeah, I
0: thought that movie again, though it, Marketing pissed people off. Yeah, Hereditary wasn't marked, mark marketed correctly. Oh, be yeah, because I didn't it know it really what the fuck.
1: I literally didn't know what to expect walking into that movie. Because I, I expected like, a full on fuck?
0: normal like demonic horror movie. I got a demonic horror movie, but not in the way I. Not,
1: not in like the way I, I thought. Thought it was. No, that movie I didn't even know what to think.
0: I needed this uh, this the first time I saw yes. that movie, to be quite honest with you, I hated it. I hated hereditary. We've the first talked time about I saw this because it, yeah. the
1: first time I saw it, I think I was just in shock. I didn't it's like, really what know. What the fuck? Yeah. I <laughs> I think for everybody, that is one of those movies that, that was a two-timer. Yeah. Like you had to watch it again because you either didn't get it and <laughs> disliked it or did like it, but it was such a but it was such a what the fuck that you're like I liked it but I can't process what I just saw. And that that's where I was after I saw it. I was like I like this but I can't process what I just saw because this was so fucked up at every turn. It was like a roller coaster. That movie was like a literal like you're like cast
0: away. <laughs> i'm telling you though oh my god seeing that the theater was amazing because the moment charlie lost her head the entire theaters the mood i literally felt it shift because i knew something
1: was gonna happen i knew something was gonna happen i knew it i knew it he was high as fuck she heads out the window i was like oh my god oh my god oh my god and then it happened and i was like Hello, darkness, my friend. There was such a, I mean, you could have, it's like a pin drop. That was such a, that was such a,
0: like, moment. And then Midsummer comes around and he wastes no time. Let me tell you. He's like five minutes in. Let me tell you about Midsummer. Five minutes in, and I'm that like, that movie. Holy shit. That movie. Again. You guys know how we feel about Midsummer. You know, M.
1: Night Shyamalan had symbolism in his movie that went over people's heads, and *Midsummer* was definitely one of those movies that went over people's heads. Everybody thinks it's about a cult, and that is not what that movie is about. It's about gaslighting. That entire movie is about gaslighting, and fuck Christian. That's what that entire movie.
0: Did we hit a spot? Did, <laughs> that, did we? Hit... That movie is about <laughs> gaslighting, and fuck. Christian. That's what that whole movie is They about. literally asked Ari Aster what the movie was about, and he said it's a bad breakup movie. Yeah, it is. Also, it's it's exactly real quick before we is. get in, I wanted to say there's a line in the village that I never fucking forget. And for some reason it gets to me every time. Is when Ivy is is over the fence and she's talking to Kevin. Yeah. And she goes, <clears throat> what is your name? And he says, Kevin. And she says, you have kindness in your voice. I did not expect that. Yeah. And for some reason, I just said it and I got chills. For some reason, that line gets to me because Ivy is very aware now of what's going on outside of their village. And she yep. doesn't, she thinks she's going to be faced with All this hate and all this gross violence, evil and all this stuff. So she's like, you have kindness in your voice. I did not expect that. And it's just like, I don't know why. That line just, mm, that line was just hits. Well, again,
1: it goes back to what she was taught from what her parents knew, which was we went through something bad and we turned that trauma into the whole world is bad. Yeah. So she never thought there was a stitch of kindness out in the world. But so Kevin, it, but there was Kevin. To hear it, well, oh, shit, she was blind. Yeah. Yeah. So to hear it from someone's yeah. voice, I mean, it was even more striking to her. Because not only did she hear it, she felt it. I and feel she like, you know, with your that. whole,
0: like, metaphor thing, I feel like that was a moment, like, her being blind was that moment right there where it's like, Her senses are more heightened. Oh, So for her, like, hearing his voice like that, it's almost like the metaphor of there is still kindness in the world. It's just hard to find. Yeah. Almost like, you know, trying to bring, trying to bring. Like,
1: metaphorically, you can't see the kindness in the world, but you know it's out there. Yeah. And she literally couldn't see it. I was today years old. But knew it was. (laughs) Okay, so I guess I need to watch the villain. I think we should. Anyway, um, I think that's pretty much the message that I got. So, I guys, that's the entire podcast. Thank you for talking about again,
0: stealthy uh, cryptids, and we um.
1: <laughs> <laughs> went from Candyman to M Night to Ari back to M Night back to.
0: Anyway, anyways, so, um, so guys, yeah. originating from Scotland. The Selkies also, or Selkie folk, meaning seal folk, are mythological beings capable of therianthropy, changing from seal to human by shedding their skin. While Selkies is the proper term for such shapeshifters, according to Arcadian folklorist treatis, treatises, thank you, on Shetland, refer to them merely, merely as mermen or merwomen. Which yeah, so what,
1: sometimes, yeah, they'll kind of, like, intertwine seal people with mermaids.
0: Which makes sense, because yeah. they have the same kind of bottom. <clears throat> Many of the folktales on Selkie Folk have been collected from the Northern Isles, Orkney and Shetland. The folktales frequently revolve around female Selkies being coerced into relationships with humans by someone stealing and hiding their skin, um, thus exhibiting the tale motif of the swan maiden type a typical folk tale is that of a man who steals a female selkie skin finds her naked on the seashore and compels her to become his wife but the wife will spend her time in captivity longing for the sea her true home and will often be seen gazing longingly at the ocean she may bear several children by her human husband but when she discovers her skin she will immediately return to the sea and abandon the children she loved sometimes one of her children discovers or knows the whereabouts of the skin sometimes it is revealed she already had a first husband from her own kind Although in some children's story versions, the Selkie revisits her family on land once a year. In the typical folk tale she is never seen again by them. Sometimes the human will not know that their lover is a Selkie and wakes to find them return to their seal form. <laughs> Could you imagine? In one version the Selkie wife has never been seen again, at least in human form, by the family, but the children witness a large seal approach them and greet them plaintively. It's just Mom.
1: This guy's like a Oh man, this chick was hot. Wakes up the next day. It's a fucking seal
0: lantern next that How fucking drunk was Yo, I last night? <laughs> Male Selkies are described as being very handsome in their human form and having great seductive powers over human women. They typically seek those who are dissatisfied with their lives, such as married women waiting for their fishermen husbands.
1: Yo. <laughs> fucking gigolo seal men walking around. Gigolo seal out. men. Break up marriages and shit
0: homewrecker, sealman. In one popular tale tale, tale, tattletale version about a certain Ursula of Orkney, a pseudonym, it was rumored that she, when she wanted to make contact with her male Selkie would... I'm so sorry. It was rumored that when she wished to make contact with her male Selkie would shed seven tears into the sea.
1: Exactly That's seven.
0: Could you, you're like, eight. oh fuck. God fuck. damn it.
1: God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> I can't get my man. Fuck all now. (laughs) (laughs) Try to (laughs) marvel.
0: Try to Children born between man and seal folk may have webbed hands, as in the case of a Shetland mermaid whose children had a sort of web between their fingers. Does that mean
1: Ashton Kutcher's part seal people? You never know. I'm sorry, I just threw that out there. I don't know where that random fact. In case people didn't know, he has webbed feet. I just, I didn't know if people...
0: You know, I, I have to admit that that is something that I like. Anybody not
1: randomly know. wanted to know that Ashton Kutcher had webbed <laughs> feet. Uh, don't ask me how I knew thank that. You for,
0: thank you for telling us all uh, today. But Ashton
1: Kutcher uh, is uh, half seal people. Oh, so
0: maybe he's a merman.
1: Just throwing that out there, you know, it's how he nailed Mila all them years back. She found out he was a seal, stole his skin. That's it. Um. <laughs> So um, She's like, I'm all like I don't even know what to do with that anymore. I don't know what I'm to like do with Ashton that information. What information? do I what do I do with it? Everybody is so lost. Now that's gonna make it in the New York Times.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ashton Kutcher is half steal people. We learned from Don't Fuck with the Original. Hey, it's great press. Oh, yeah. So um so, in the case of the Shetland mermaid, whose children had a sort of web between their fingers, or Ursula, rumored to have children sired by a male selkie, such that the children had to have the webbing between their fingers and toes made of horny, <laughs> made of horny material, clipped <laughs> away intermittently. Sorry, I'm twelve. Some of the descendants actually did have these hereditary traits, according to Walter Trail Dennison, who was related to the family. Some legends say that selkies could turn human every so often when the condition- conditions. When the conditions of the ties were correct, but oral storytellers disagreed as to the time interval. I just think it's so funny that that actually is something because,
1: uh, like, for real, uh, to have, like, webbed fingers or webbed toes is such a, is so much more of a common thing than what people think it is. But because back then they didn't know that. So many things like that—things that were so common, but back then they didn't know. It was a time that people didn't know, so automatically it was led to
0: mental health, some type
1: of weird, and that,
0: um, like, anxiety, depression. You're a witch.
1: Uh, <laughs> you're
0: depressed. Burn her. <laughs> That's a <stick>. Honestly, though. <laughs> Let me go. Just take I mean, me out.
1: You know what? I'm fine. I'm Can fine. you
0: actually? Do you have a gun on you? That's totally. Fine. <laughs> um, yeah. But
1: I mean, it's just funny to think that something that would be seen as so common was back then. Like, oh, well, nope. That just means you're part seal. It's like, wait a minute, what?
0: <laughs> what the fuck? Well, I mean, it's not hard to think about that because if you, you know, did anything that wasn't of the Christian way, you were worshiping the devil. Yeah, automatically. <laughs> so, auto automatically. Especially if you were a woman who believed differently than the rest of them. <laughs> Don't get me on that soapbox. Anyway, so um, in Ursula's rumor, the contacted male Selkie promised to visit her at the seventh stream or springtide. In the ballad, The Great Silky of Sol, Scary the, hus- the seal husband promised to return in seven years, number seven being commonplace in ballad- balladry? Balladry. According to one version, the Selkie could only assume human form once every seven years because they are bodies that house condemned souls. There is the notion that they are either humans who had committed sinful wrongdoing or fallen angels. In Orkney lore, Selki is said to denote various seals of greater size than the Gray Seal. Only these large seals are credited with the ability to shapeshift into humans and are called Selkie Folk. Something similar is stated in Shetland tradition that the mermen and mermaids prefer to assume the shape of larger sh- seals, referred to as hafish Or hof, Haff. That
1: H-A-A-F. Hoff. <clears throat> um. So this is the Orkney version. Uh, the Selkie Wife Tale had its version for practically every island of Orkney, according to W. Trail Dennison. In his study, he included a version collected from a resident of North Ronaldsay, in which a Goodman of Wasteness, uh, who was basically a confirmed bachelor, would fall in love with a damsel among the Selkie folk whose skin he captures. She searches the house in his absence and finds her sealskin, thanks to her youngest daughter, who had once seen it being hidden under the roof. In Selkie Wife, a version from Dearness on the Mainland, Orkney, the husband, locked away the seal skin in a sea kist or a chest, and hid the key, but the seal woman is said to have acquiesced to the concealment, saying it was better to keep her selkie days oot her hair mind. If you're Irish or Celtic, (laughs) I'm sorry, I butchered it. However, when she discovered her skin, she departed hastily, leaving her clothes all scattered about. A fisherman named Alec, or Alec, Supposedly gained a wife by stealing the sealskin of a selkie, and a tale told by an Orkney shipper, the aleck in the tale is given as a good acquaintance of the father of the storyteller, John Heedle of Stromness. In the Shetland version, this version of the tale about the mermaid compelled to become a wife to a human who steals her sealskin, localized in Unst, was published by Samuel Hibbert in 1822. She already had a husband of her own kind in her case. Some stories from Shetland have selkies luring islanders into the sea at midsummer, the lovelorn humans never returning to dry land. In the Shetland, the sea folk were believed to revert to human shape and breathed air in the atmosphere in the submarine homeland, but with their sea dress, or seal skin, they had the ability to transform into seals to make transit from there to the reefs above the sea. However, each skin was unique and irreplaceable. In the tale of Gioga's son, I believe that's how it is. Let's go with it. We'll go with that one. <laughs> uh, G-I-O-G-A. A group of seals resting in the v skeries were ambushed and skinned by Papa Stour or Store fishermen, but as these were actual seal folk, the spilling of the blood caused a surge in seawater and one fisherman was left abandoned. The sea folk victims recovered in human-like form, but lamented the loss of their skin without which... They could not return to their submarine home. Olivetanus was particularly distressed since he was now separated from his wife. However, his mother, Gioga, struck a bargain with the abandoned seaman. Seaman.
0: <laughs> we really are 12. We really are 12. <laughs> <laughs> offering
1: to carrying him back to Papa Stour on condition the skin would be returned. In a different telling of the same plot line, the stranded man is called Herman Perk
0: while the rescuing Selkie's name is unidentified. So, tales of the seal bride type has been assigned the number ML forty eighty under radar Thoroff Christiansen system of classification of migratory folk tales. These stories of selkie wives are also recognized to be the swan maiden motive type. There are now hundreds of seal bride tailed, seal bride type tales that have been found from Ireland to Iceland. Only one specimen was found in Norway by Christensen. In the Faroe Islands, there are an anal- anal- analogous beliefs in seal folk and seal women also seal shapeshifters similar to the selkie exist in the folklore of many cultures a corresponding creature existed in swedish legend and the chinook people of north america have a similar tale of a boy who changes into a seal that actually sounds familiar for some reason what part the the
1: chinook story about the boy who changes into a seal um you know i've actually heard that swan motif a lot a lot of people aren't familiar with that but it pretty much is the same thing as the seal thing that uh swans or that women can shape shift into swans and vice versa okay black um, swan i think that comes from there's something in right um <laughs> i think that might have come from i don't know if it's like in a midsummer night's tale one one of the shakespeare plays mentioned something um something in the vein of a a shape shifting swan or a swan hmm. changing into a woman or vice versa if i remember correctly um but yeah that kind of start that that kind of started it like something about i don't know there just there just must be something about water and women and the whole like Siren thing. I mean, and I can women, and tell you naked about... women bathing by the water. I mean, you know, same. But <laughs> interested and <laughs> <laughs> very interested. And you know, I mean, what what easier way for them to get away or you know trick you? they change into these women, and then you get close enough, and then they change back into this animal. At but, least I would die uh, happy,
0: right?
1: You yeah. know, but just all <laughs> these like, there's a lot of anthropomorphic analogies with that, uh, with women in a lot of these folk tales, but it's always, yeah, a lot of it seems to have to do with water. And I just remember learning the one about the swan and then you get into mermaids and then the seal people and the, yeah. So it's just kind of all, I I feel like they're just kind of, they kind of go hand in hand, but they just kind of pass around to different folklores. Well, and it's funny because now I'm thinking back to like where the original mermaid folklore came from. And I think that was, Cause his, Hans Christian Andersen is uh is he uh he's from Iceland, isn't he? I believe so. The guy who I authored The Little Mermaid. I mean that name so. sounds very uh he's a Danish, okay. He was born in Denmark. He's a Danish uh author. But yeah, I mean that's all that he wrote um well hell, he wrote the ugly duckling too. So there you go. The swan motif. Um he yeah. Yeah. So Denmark, you're you're all within that same vicinity. Iceland, all of that, all those like European, a lot of those European folk tales and folklores all seem to stem around water. I just thought about that with Hans Christian Hans Christian Andersen. I was like, I am pretty sure he's Danish or something. I thought so. I was like, the fucking name. Um but yeah, I just thought that was interesting because that just seems to possibly, you know, what more thinking about it because essentially Europe is a peninsula, so you're surrounded by water.
0: So it's it would make, That's kind of what they sense. knew.
1: It would make sense, especially with this seal one, because like you were reading earlier about the seal men that mm-hmm. would try to steal women that mm-hmm. uh, were married to fishermen because the fishermen were gone. Mm-hmm. So it's you're right there on the yeah. coast. That leads right to the folklore there because you're right on the water. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. That is That would make a lot all of the, sense, All too. the fucking water.
0: Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. In the Faroe Islands, there are two versions of the story of the seal wife. A young farmer from the town of McLeodalor. Hold on. McLeodalor?
1: That's how I guessed it. Because okay. I think this was the first story I found out about them. So that's, on... that's the best I <laughs>
0: Kalsoy Island goes to the beach to watch the Selkies dance. He hides the skin of a beautiful Selkie maid so she cannot get back to sea and forces her to marry him. He keeps her skin in a chest and keeps the key with him both day and night. One day, when out fishing, he discovers that he forgot to bring his key. When he returns home, the Selkie wife has escaped back to sea, leaving their children behind. Later, when the farmer is out on a hunt, he kills both her Selkie husband and two Selkie sons, and she promises to take revenge upon the men of Mikladalur. Some shall be drowned, some shall fall from cliffs and slopes, and this shall continue until so many men have been lost that they will be able to link arms around the whole island of Kalsoy. There are still occasional deaths occurring on this, in this way on the island. Peter Kagan and the wind by Gordon Bach tells of the fisherman Kagan who married a seal woman. Against his wife's wishes he set sail dangerously late in the year and was trapped battling a terrible storm unable to return home his wife shifted shifted to her seal form and saved him even though this meant she could never return to her human body and hence her happy home There's actually a uh, statue on um in the town of
1: Mikladular. there's a statue a really beautiful one it's of a it's right on the coast so, like right around the areas where they would say that there were a lot of these, you know, like the sloping cliffs where a lot of these drownings happen from this supposed curse. Um, and it's this gorgeous sculpture of a naked woman, but like draped down by her feet is her it looks like she's stepping out of her seal skin. So, like literally where it is on this like cliff side, if the water, like when the tide comes in, if the water rises high enough it literally looks like she's climbing out of the ocean out of her seal skin that's kind of rad like it's the most gorgeous thing but it's right there on the coast like that's actually how I found out about this like I randomly was on um Instagram and found a picture of that sculpture and was so struck by it that uh and it had like a little caption of the story from this uh village and I was like Fuck, I have literally never, ever, ever heard of this folklore before. Like, hmm. I've never heard of seal people before. But it's a really beautiful... I'll have to look that up. Um, but yeah, it's definitely... I, I wouldn't... I don't want to go... I don't want to go to this to this place. It's, like, very desolate. And <laughs> it's, like, there's, like, literally... No, it's like a fishing village. There's literally nothing, there's nothing. there. Because I'm like, oh, it'd be cool to visit the statue... It, that's literally, literally only the only thing that's on the fucking thing is the goddamn statue. Like, you get there and you
0: go, oh, that's pretty. Time to go. There's literally, there's like not even a Starbucks here. What? <laughs> there's none. Even- <laughs> You're in fucking Scotland. Do they have Starbucks there? I'm sure they I do. I would think so. There's <laughs> something equivalent. I'm sure they do. Something. I'm sure they do. That's it, by the oh, way. Oh, beautiful. Oh, my God. That is beautiful. The detail will...
1: is insane.
0: Wow. Yeah. Got some nice titties. Some it's pretty real nice. nice titties. So the folktale in, I'm just going to say, The Seal Skin, published by John Arneson, offers an Icelandic analog of the Selkie folktale. The tale relates how a man from Mardalor, My, is short, Forced a woman transformed from a seal to marry him after taking possession of her seal skin. She discovers the key to the chest in her husband's unusual clothes when he dresses up for Christmas outing. And the seal woman is reunited with the male seal who was her betrothed partner. Another such tale was recorded by John... Womundensen, The Learned... In 1641, you, I, yeah. I probably just it's A very that. Icelandic name. And according to him, these seal folk were sea-dwelling elves called Marmonlar. Mermin and mermaids. I'm pretty sure that word for seal skin, it looks like it's Selchimurrin. Selchimurrin?
1: Again, these are very, very, very Icelandic words, so we apologize.
0: <laughs> I'm not exactly, you know, up on my Icelandic... Me either! I'm sorry <laughs> about that. Um, the mermaid in Irish folklore, sometimes called Marrow in Hiberno-English, have been regarded as seal women in some instances in a certain collection of lore in County Kerry. There is an onomastic tale in Trey Lee, which claims, claimed the Lee family was descended from a man who took a mur- murduck mermaid for a wife she later escaped and joined her seal husband suggesting she was of the sealful kind there's also the tradition of the Connolly clan of Conmara was descended from seals and it was taboo for them to kill the animals lest it bring ill luck and since Connolly became a moniker of the animal many changed their surname to Connolly it is also mentioned in this connection that there is a hmm. rowanish Seal Island, off Donegal, outside Ui Bay. I literally
1: have never heard of that before. That that that's where the surname Connolly came from. That's crazy, because mm-hmm. Connolly is a very. I mean, there's an there's an actor, Kevin Connolly, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you got
0: Jennifer Connolly. Connolly, yeah,
1: shit, that's Connolly is a really common Irish last name. Yeah. Huh, that's really interesting. It is
0: Jennifer Connelly, isn't it? Yeah,
1: Jennifer Connelly, okay, yeah. <laughs> um, before the advent of modern medicine, many physiological conditions were untreatable. When children, so this kind of goes back to what I was saying about the webbed feet, webbed fingers thing. When children were born with abnormalities, it was common to blame the fairies or other folklore. The um, Mac-Codrum clan of the Outer Hebrids or hype or he brides became known as the Macodrums of the Seals, as they claimed to be descended from a union between a fisherman and a Selkie. This was an explanation for the syndactyly Webbing. Scottish folklorist and um, antiquarian David MacRitchie believed that early settlers in Scotland probably encountered and even married Finnish and Sami women who were or Sami women who were misidentified as Selkies because of the seal skin kayaks and clothing. Others have suggested that the traditions and concerning the traditions concerning the Selkies may have been due to the misinterpreted sightings of thin men, Inuits from the, Davids, the Davis Strait. Inuits wore clothes and used kayaks that were both made of animal skins. Both the clothes and the kayaks would lose buoyancy when saturated and would need to be dried out. It is thought that sightings of Inuit, of Inuit, devis, divesting, divesting, why that word looks so difficult. I'm over here
0: like divesting. Same. <laughs> um, Inuit
1: divesting themselves of their clothing or lying next to the skins on rocks could have led to the belief in their ability to change from seals to men. Hey, I could totally buy that, especially if you didn't know. Um, That would totally make sense. Another belief is that shipwrecked Spaniards were washed ashore and their jet black hair resembled seals. As the anthropologist A. Asbjorn Yorn has recognized, though there is a strong body of lore that indicates that Selkies are said to be supernaturally formed from the souls of drowned people. The Scots word Selkie is diminutive of Selch, which strictly speaking means gray seal. Alternate spellings for the diminutive include selkie, silkie, sel, selkie, um, s-i-l-k-i-e. So it's typically s-e-l or s-i-l, and it's either spelled i-e or with a with a y. Um, the term selkie, according to Alan Bruford, should be treated as meaning any seal with or without the implication or transfer of transformation into the human form. W. Trail Dennison insisted. Selkie, quote unquote, was the correct term to be applied to these shapeshifters to be distinguished from the merfolk and that Samuel Hibbert uh, committed an error in referring to them as mermen and mermaids. However, when other Norse cultures are examined, Icelandic writers also refer to the seal wives as merfolk. Okay, so it wasn't just Samuel Hibbert, that just was something that developed in other cultures that I think... So, so seal people and mermaids just kind of became synonymous with each other there also seems to be some conflation between the selkies and finfolk this confounding only existed in shetland claimed denison and that in orkney the selkie are distinguished from the finfolk and the selkies abode under sea is not finfolk ahim this notion although seconded by ernest marwick has been challenged by bruford i'm sure that has more to do with the irish and uh Culture part of it. There is further confusion with the Norse concept of the Finns as shapeshifters. Finns, synonymous with Finfolk, being the Shetlandic name for dwellers of the sea who could remove their seal skin and transform into humans, according to one native correspondent. In Gaelic stories, specific terms for Selkies are rarely used. They are seldom differentiated from mermaids, and they are most commonly referred to as uh, Magdan Mahara in Scottish Gaelic. Magden Mahara in Irish, and Moyden Vera in Max. This means Maiden of the Sea, i.e. mermaids. And clearly have the seal-like attributes of Selkies. The only term which specifically refers to Selkie, but which is only rarely encountered, is Magadin Roan or, or Rowan or Seal Maiden.
0: Selkies are, what's really weird is that I know somebody with the last name Selkie. But it's not spelled at it's S E L K E, like there's no I E, there's no Y. It's just S E L K E, and it's just it's interesting, and it kind of makes me want to talk to them about like, do you know your 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 lineage? Like where yeah, where you come if there's from, any like,
1: Icelandic, Irish, Scottish, Finnish, Scottish, yeah, anything that would be close to areas that are yeah i mean even though that's not selkie as far as seal people that wasn't one of the variations of the spellings that could be a variation of the spelling that came later when it was derived into a last name kind of how Connolly changed spelling Mm -hmm. because it was what c-o-n-n-e-e-l-y when they were referring to seals but then the last name or then the name changed when it became a surname to c-o-n-n-e-l-l-y and that's more common spelling that we see today with people with the last name so it could have very well been the same thing the spelling is very changed. interesting but that happens with the origins of a lot of names how the spelling changes over time so that would make that would make total sense
0: if if it is so selkies are or references to them have appeared in numerous novels songs and films through the through the extent to which these reflect traditional stories very varies greatly wow english <laughs> Work where silky, I was like, through the extent to which these reflect traditional stories greatly varies. <laughs> Can you follow along? <laughs> work, Jesus Christ. Work where silky low forms. You're like, now
1: I'm, I'm done. You're like, that's it. My uh, brain has
0: ceased to work anymore. Work where Selkie lore forms the central theme include the following. So in literature, we have A Stranger Came Ashore, a young adult novel by Scottish author Molly Hunter. Set on the Shetland Islands of the north of Scotland, the plot revolves around a boy who must protect his sister from the great Selkie. Scottish poet George McKay Brown wrote a modern prose version of the story entitled Seal Skin. In film, we have Song of the Sea, an Irish animated film about a young boy who must deal with the disappearance of his Selkie mother and his resentment of his sister born when his mother disappeared. The Secret of Roan Inish, a 94 American-Irish independent film based on the novel Secret of the Ron scary by Rosalie K. Fry. This film story follows a young girl who uncovers the mystery of her family's Selkie ancestry and his connection to her lost brother. I've actually heard of that movie. But I've never I've never seen it. Um, Selkie is a two thousand Australian made for TV film. It's at, that and that movie's
1: actually free on YouTube. Really? If people want I didn't watch all of it, but uh, yeah, it's free on YouTube.
0: Hmm. Anchor, a song by Novo Amor, is inspired by the legend of the Selkie. The video produced by Storm and Shelter features a fisherman who finds a woman at sea and rescues her, taking her home. However, her true home is the sea. My Hero Academia contains a character named Soki who possesses steel-like abilities and appearance. I never thought about that, but holy shit. <laughs> my Hero Academia is a well, very, 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 very go. very well-known anime. Yeah. Um, this enchantment contains a forest Soki who the king hides the skin of so she can stay with him. Games. In the Magic the Gathering Wow. Magic the Gathering Name I even it. fucking play Magic the Gathering my god. Um, Selkies are a type of blue-green-aligned merfolk native to the Plain of Shadowmoor. They are unknown from the Sunny counterpart, counterpart to Shadowmoor, Larwin. I've played Magic the Gathering, but not enough to actually have seen the seal people, so... Oh, okay. Yeah, I... I don't remember that. I know of the game, but,
1: uh... Yeah, you know, it would make sense that a game like Magic would oh, have to sure. do with, uh... Yeah, it's funny with a lot of these things, like how the, how some, how folklores can influence other things later on. I know we were just listening to, uh, or Rick and I watched the Time Suck, the new one about um, H.P. Lovecraft. And that was really cool because they were talking about like how much his work influenced other things and they talked about dungeons and dragons and i was like oh fuck yeah let me tell you right (laughs) now uh there are so many fucking things dungeons and stranger things i mean even the creators the duffer brothers came right out and said that uh hp lovecraft was i mean the demogorgon that's that's right out of an hp lovecraft mythos I, i i mean yep his his whole thing were these crazy monster like god like figures and a fucking demigorgon. I mean that's right there. And
0: uh well, you have the Stephen word King Demi in it, See, Demi right. Demi demigod,
1: demigod. Um, Stephen King, uh, John Carpenter. Uh, I mean, God, you name it. There's been so many authors, filmmakers. Um, Stuart Gordon. I mean, most of pretty most, if not all of his. Uh, directorial career was adaptations of H.P. Lovecraft uh stories, movie adaptations of H.P. Lovecraft stories. Um, Reanimator, I didn't realize until after listening to that Time Suck episode of how much of a fan of H.P. Lovecraft I really was and that later in life I got to actually like I got to be in the place that he was born. I got to be in places that he was that were directly in the Cthulhu mythos. I got to I got to meet the guy that played Herbert West in Reanimator. Like I got to meet Jeffrey Combs. Like it's just kind of surreal that I didn't realize I had such a connection to like his stuff and I'm so glad that his works are still alive and well um because they were just they were just insane. I mean, if you, if you're like, his stuff, his stories, especially, I mean, if you were like, if you're like a weird goth kid, if you grew up, like, with scary stories or any kind of like horror folk tales, like, that's, he appealed to that. If you, you know, like, Horror anth- I mean, he was kind of the originator of, like, weird tales. Like, that was kind of the originator of horror anthologies. Like, before they got adapted into movies, or before they were adapted into books and then later into movies, like, they started off in, like, these, like, five-cent comic books that people would just buy at newsstands or buy in candy shops or malt shops, and they would just have these w- weird stories in them. And Could that's you imagine how-
0: living during that time? In in seeing stuff like that. Like how cool. How cool would that be to be able to go back to that time and see stuff like that.
1: But I mean he was so ahead of his time.
0: Yeah. Like he never Because he's just like you said, he is so still popular now that he definitely was ahead of his time.
1: I mean, more more of his stuff is popular now than it ever was when he was alive. Ever was when he was alive. And that Time Suck episode also was like really I'm I'm glad that they were so honest about who he was. Like not only because I respect his writings, but you know, they also went over like who he was as a person and he was in total mm. incel. <laughs> he was but he was a product of the times. I know there's I know there's always been this running thing, like if you say you're an HP Lovecraft fan, well, he was racist. He was a product of the time. He was a product of the time. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to excuse it by any means, but he grew up with rich, racist, narcissistic parents, and he became a rich, rate. He, be, well, still had, he was never rich. He lost, they lost all the money later. If you know about the family history, but he became a snobby, racist, narcissist because that's who he was raised by. And he didn't know any better. He actually married a Jewish woman and his family disowned him, so that was kind of interesting. But, um...
0: It's almost like he was trying to break out of it. So he did a little bit of it. He was trying to. He was, he was doing his best. But then, like, still named his cat the N-word, which was like, what? And then you're right. like... and then you're kind of like, like... You're trying, but you're also... You're trying, but you're you taking, took, like,
1: ten steps back. Yeah, like, like, you what? took, like,
0: one step forward and, like, went back into the negatives. So I don't really know what One step
1: forward there. and ten steps back.
0: <laughs> the fuck yeah (laughs) so it uh but he was a product of the
1: times you know and uh who you know if he was still alive today would he still have this thing I mean that was one thing that I really loved that Dan said at the end of it um was if you really think about it if he if if he you know really was such a racist it'd be funny to look to think now that his most po- the most popular of his works today was Lovecraft Country on HBO, and pretty much the entire cast was black. So that's hilarious. <laughs> like, one of his most famous adaptations now had an entire production and actors that were all black. So it's like, ha-ha! <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if he... Ripped- <laughs> I think that's just, like, that's even fucking better. You know what I mean? Yes. Which reminds me, I need to... Fucking watch Lovecraft Country Yes, God, so do I need to HBO... <laughs>
0: fucking I need to fucking watch it. I may I may borrow your
1: These documentaries are fucking killing me. I may
0: me have to here. I may have to I may have to be I may have to get that password. Like Prime has had it with the documentaries, I thought, but
1: like HBO Max has been fucking like
0: HBO Max knows what they're doing, right? Guys, now. we
1: might do an episode about this at some point, but like if you haven't read i'll be gone in the dark or watch the hbo docu series yet about it the michelle mcnamara book and story about the golden state killer holy fucking shit like i can't wait to read the book the documentary blew me out of the fucking water it was insane it was absolutely fucking insane this what this guy got away with for so long just i i mean i can't and the fact that it got like no publicity nothing for 40 fucking years like this guy i mean we've talked about the night stalker we've talked about zodiac killer this believe it or not he was way more brutal and committed way more crimes yeah, fuck and that guy. i mean like oh my fucking god like it's just We, I don't, like, I don't even know if we would be able to do it justice. Like, I would love to do a podcast episode about The Golden State Killer, but I don't even know if we would be able to do it justice. Like, that docu-series was so good, and that book is so fucking good that I just don't, I don't, and there's podcasts about it. Like, my favorite, like, Karen Kilgriff, they, they fucking, they nailed it on My Favorite Murder. Like, they just fucking... I feel like amateurs. I would, I would literally, like as much as I would love to talk about Golden State Killer, and I'm sure you guys would love to hear us talk about it. We can just. I would literally, work, I would literally feel that. like I would just feel like we wouldn't do it justice. And then, like knowing what I know about Michelle, like I just, I just wouldn't want to do that because her work is absolutely incredible, and like she died before she got to know who that it was, Joe D'Angelo, ultimately. But like she just was fucking she was spot on she fucking nailed it like everything and fuck that guy like like literally figuratively like i love on like one of the witness statements one of the husbands said like i hope four men bind you and rape you and you're left naked like he said this to him i was like same (laughs) (laughs) and you were like but let's have that happen to you every single day of the rest of your life that you're in prison. So, mm-hmm. not just one time, like every day. It like 50 at 4:15 p.m. It is scheduled.
0: Why 4:15? I don't
1: know. <laughs> it just seems so appropriate. Actually, you know, let's it's make like, it uncomfortable. 4:17. It's and it's right before dinner, right? You know, we're gonna make it. We're gonna make it an odd number, and we're gonna make it right before dinner.
0: That, five that you time. were
1: just gang raped and yeah. left naked and beaten and alone and then you get dinner. Eat it now, bitch. And you are just left like that. Every fucking day. 4.17 p.m. For the rest of your life. <laughs> uh-huh. I love how you picked 4.17. That was perfect. Like, we're just gonna pick a fucked up Yeah, bag. because
0: no, I don't know fuck with you even p- more. Yeah, yeah no, no. The no. OCD completeness you're right, of it being you're right, exactly. a perfect time. It needs to be one of the, it needs to be an odd number and it needs to be fucking weird. So 417. You're right. I like that. I like it. (laughs) Drop the soap.
1: Drop the soap. Drop the soap. All right, guys. So talking about Selkies
0: was fun. It was interesting. It was. It was very interesting. I like that article. I enjoyed learning about the Selkies.
1: I did too. That was actually kind of cool. Because I had no idea about this folklore
0: at nope. all. Um, I should ask my friend in Scotland. I should, Ian. I should ask Ian and, uh, Ian and Lucy from behind the screen. Yeah, if, if
1: the sulky thing is still talked about. I mean, because you know, it's funny how like, La Llorona was something is something that's been a part of Spanish folklore for so many years and even now still is and has gotten movies and all kinds of shit it's uh it, it would be interesting to me if anyone in Scotland and Ireland still hears about
0: I'll ask them, um, I'll ask them tomorrow
1: selkies and the selkie folklore I would imagine I mean I don't yeah. it, it, even like that parents would vaguely probably still talk about it occasionally probably um but yeah i mean it was it was really interesting it had so many elements related to mermaids that i was like this would be a really interesting one to talk about since we've talked about mermaids before so
0: find your mermaid find your mermaid find your mermaid gotta watch the lighthouse same got to watch that fucking movie. See, when I think of mermaids, Gotta I think of Aquamarine. Do you remember Aquamarine? I loved that. Movie. Okay, listen. Same. <laughs> like It was like splash.
1: <laughs> and then Aquamarine, and I was like Emma Roberts, oh my god. Jojo and jo-
0: Sarah Paxton. They were all babies. Jojo. Jojo is the only one out of all three of them I love. Get out. Get out right now it's the end of you and me look that song will come
1: on 90s on nine and all of a sudden i'm like a jilted 15 year old again and i'm on, i'm an almost 40 year old very happily married woman like why the fuck do these songs like these songs you're an almost 40 happily married woman and you're up here like
0: get out right wait now, do it, wait it's the st- end of start you start over wait do it start over Start over at the chorus. Get out. Leave. Leave. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late. And I can't wait for you to be gone. Because I know better. Why? wonder how. How I, I bought all the lies. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Do you
1: remember? And again, I'm in a very happy Relationship, and I will scream
0: that shit at the top. And I'm like, "Why, bitch, like, bitch?" For the same fucking reason, <laughs> I'm over here singing Hillary <sighs> Duff, and I'm like, "You can change your life if you want. You can change <laughs> your clothes <laughs> if you want. If you change your that mind." Sucks. So yesterday is the fucking jail. <gasps> <laughs> In all reality, though, my favorite Hilary Duff song oh, to this God. day is the original "Come Clean. I swear to God, that song...
1: Yeah. I agree.
0: Especially when it rains. Like, if it's raining, I'm like, let's go back. <laughs> back to the beginning. Why do some songs <laughs> fucking back <to> the- <laughs> do that? Like, I do Why? Back to when the earth, the sun, the stars, all the I love that song, though. Um, I really do love that song. Anywhere but here that was on A Cinderella Story. <sighs> Hilary Duff was the fucking OG, okay? Like, I just <laughs> love Hilary Duff so much. Do you remember the, the movie Raise Your Voice? I still got met. No. Did you no, see that? No, no, no. no oh, you no, didn't? Okay. I didn't. That was me. Okay, that was my generation. Turn. That's That fine. was your <laughs>
1: time. Can I just say, though, that I'm I'm loving that this whole generation now of, like, TikTok just takes all that 90s stuff and it's, like, bam, right in your face. Like, that 90s, 2000s. I mean, I get, I get attacked sometimes, especially the 90s stuff. I'm like, why do you got attacked the way I used to dress, though? Like I thought
0: I looked hot. <laughs> like why you got to And then you fucking... have some of these Gen Zers who are like, if You if you lived as a teenager through this deck of through this time period, I'm jealous of you and they're playing like Skater Boy from Avril Lavigne. and they've got the emo kids and the And I'm like, You can do that still. <laughs> I'm like so that's I understand Hot Topics a little more mainstream now, but you can still do that. <laughs> also,
1: just for the record, Avril Lavigne was not the first one to rock the skirt and the tie. Just saying. Shannon Doherty, Beverly Hills 90210. Just saying. Let's put some respect on the name. Brenda Walsh. Let's put some respect on the woman's name. Okay? She's just probably saying. Probably
0: what started just her doing saying. it. Anyway. I mean,
1: look. This is... Look. My dad is in his seventies. And if there is one thing that he has taught me, is that trends, they they go in and out. In and I mean it's just like what it's it's here and then it goes away and it's here and it do you remember in the fucking nineties when like hippie shit started coming back all of a sudden? Like, be, like bell like giant bottoms. flared bell bottoms and big flowers everywhere and just what like mean I mean right like, now. Or now, yeah, now,
0: like all this, I'm like, I look at this shit now and I'm just like. I'll point something out. My mom will be like, that's actually from like the 60s. My dad has done that.
1: My dad has done that to me. (laughs) My dad has done that to me. Where he's like, none of this shit is new.
0: None of it's new. It's just new for the new generation. That's all it is. is. Yeah, that's all it is. Because yeah, I wouldn't fucking know that was from the 60s had you not told me. No. I wouldn't have either.
1: Yeah, Can all we, of it. It's just you
0: know what I just, saw the other day? Just a copy and paste. Do you know what I saw the other day? Gel flip-flops. No. I was like... No. Make it stop. <laughs> I was like... Hello, 90s. Why? I I had a pair. I, I did too. What color were they? I had a purple and a pink pair. I had a pink and a silver, bitch. Yes. <laughs> and sometimes I would mix-match. You know, I wear a pink and a silver. They need
1: to not. There are so many things that just need to stay. They need to go, and never.
0: I love that scrunchies kind of came back and stayed. Okay, that's cute. I kind of love that. That is kind of cute. I do kind of find it funny that chokers are trying to make a comeback too, and I'm like, oh, look at all you little subs, (laughs) not realizing what you're actually doing. My nieces. Do you like the chokers? Because I still wear
1: chokers occasionally, and my nieces are like, I like chokers. And I'm like, No, you don't!
0: When you realize, if you, (laughs) it's kind of like those things, like the realization things. If you loved to wear chokers back in the 90s, you probably like to be choked now. Look,
1: do you know how attacked I was when I discovered that so many things that I did and still do was like queer culture? Like, I didn't even, like, can like we the talk about flannel, the Vans, the Converse's,
0: the cargo shorts, the. <laughs> like, Can was... we talk about the plaid pants, or the shorts, the plaid shorts? Can we talk about the plaid shorts? Oh my god. <laughs> this motherfucker has plaid shorts laying on her bed right now, <laughs> right fucking now. Not even joking. I'm looking at them. There's a pair. of... <laughs> I still have a pair of mine. I did not want to buy them because I used to have. <laughs> a Don't pair... you lie to me. Don't you fucking lie to me. <laughs> you
1: know how many pairs I used to have back in the day that were like knee. I had knee length
0: they were cargo
1: knee. Yep. plaid you shorts. Tell me about
0: it. Tell me about it. What shoes did you wear with all That them? I
1: would wear with collared shirts. Please tell
0: me you wore Converse. The collared
1: with Converse's. How, yeah. did
0: I, how did we not know each other? How was
1: <laughs> I not gay?
0: How was I not like fully
1: gay? <laughs> like I was married to a man at I this would... time and I looked like such a lesbian i look like such a mess <laughs> I, I look at myself now still married to a man again and i'm
0: like i look so gay oh i have absolutely look- this- i'm like how did
1: this <laughs> happen
0: <laughs> <laughs> how did this happen but you know when me and you hang out in public people think we're a couple tell me tell <laughs> me i'm wrong I don't give
1: a fuck i could can care right. less I'm right. actually like good good Good. Leave me alone, <laughs> please. <laughs> there no, like been times it hasn't worked, but that's true. But hey, uh,
0: most of the time it does. Hey, that, that, that one of, like the first times we hung out, we were at Hooters, and that guy. That's exactly on you. what I was like. You sis, straight, white. We are two man. women who look very gay sitting in a Hooters. Do you really think we want to talk to you, sir? <laughs> is that what you think we came here for Andy because drunk you know. on top of it like already yeah, was. You're it, was a like straight it was literally white. 5 o'clock already
1: you like were a what? straight white man and you're drunk you like weren't even seeing past your own penis like you did not care in that moment to read the room and see that we could not have been more uninterested in you and your existence.
0: And your penis. Like, just all There over are boobs all over this fucking restaurant, sir. My face is inside of those. Same. Theoretically. Hypothetically. Same. <laughs> I wish physically, but... So you go put yourself in a pair over there. It's just you and your hand tonight. I'm not here. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. What I was going to say, though, is it's really funny looking back we're talking about gay things because Pride month and it was a short episode so why not
1: and we're gonna be talking about more gay things next week because true
0: month. so what's really funny is I look back on my life and I used to be boy crazy or used to think I was boy crazy yeah but you're pansexual I'm over here like the fuck because
1: <laughs> I wasn't but like but like demi I'm more now the older I've gotten realized that I lean way more and there were so, because I even, I'm, I'm the reason why I'm saying same is because I know what you're talking about. You know what because I mean? Now yeah. that I'm leaning now that the older I've gotten and I'm leaning so far more to women on yeah. that side of the queer spectrum, it's all these signs are like,
0: wow. Cause it's really funny. Huh. This one kid really? in kindergarten, his name was Connor cute as fuck but i had a crush on my kindergarten kindergarten teacher she was 23 year old redhead i never said anything about having a crush on my teacher but i did she was a 23 year old redhead anytime i ever had a big crush on a boy quote unquote i was small crushing on all these women. Same. <laughs> Just like... See, exactly. I did the, I did the exact same thing. It's way. almost like I was trying to force myself to have the big crush on the boy because I didn't want to have the crush on the girl. I had a crush on a guy I've got a who crush. was dating
1: a girl who I thought was hot who later broke up with the guy who I crushed on and I dated her.
0: <laughs> me with the girl you told me not to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> listen
1: miss Still your girl just saying Ooh. um just saying that's pretty dope. she was bad crazy but hot as hell were we just talking about <laughs> anyway <laughs> doesn't always go hand in hand but sometimes doesn't always
0: it doesn't always i know but i know sometimes. some very 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 hot women right here no <laughs> You know we've had this conversation. No. We've had this conversation if no. you weren't married. Look. If you weren't married,
1: <laughs> I greatly appreciate that. <laughs> but no, I totally get it. I've I've known some women where I'm just like, <laughs> and they're like the sweetest, yeah. nicest kindness, and you're almost like, really? You know what? Go fuck your That's great, and fuck you, and. Who,
0: wonderful. And like, I don't fucking... God damn it. I don't fucking understand why God decided to give you everything. Like, I, what, what did I miss? What train did I not get on? What am, not <laughs> what am I
1: not doing?
0: What am I not doing? What did I not do
1: correctly? <laughs> but you know what I mean? You know, but you guys know what I'm talking about. Like, some people where you're just like... You're so angry. They're get- so good looking that you would... Um, you would not be shocked at all if they were just a total prick, but they're so fucking nice, and you're like,
0: <laughs> Danielle Harris, <laughs> Catherine Isabel, the Saska sisters, Alexander Breckenridge. I can go on. Nev Campbell, dude, Christina Ricci, Jason Momoa. And his wife. His fucking wife. God. <laughs> Good Jesus in heaven. Forget Lisa, you're married for one day, Lisa
1: ma'am. <laughs> I've literally had a crush on that woman since mm. I was nine years old. <laughs> since childhood. You're like, no, for real. Since childhood watching the Cosby show, I have been in love with that woman.
0: <laughs> and you know what's amazing? Like... For instance, like, that's how you were with her. That's how I was with Demi. And you're watching them and you're growing with them. Yep. And they continue to get hotter as they yep. get older. And you're like, what is happening? Really? Like, you continue to just... I'm literally about to drool. <laughs> I'm, like, thinking about Demi Lovato and what she looks like. And also, they I'm like, also, I'm, like, like can now. I please? Please, will genetics be that
1: kind to me <laughs> years, please?
0: I would like to look like that. In 20 years.
1: 30 years. You know what really did it for Demi is uh, the weight. The weight gain. She... My like, oh, Atlanta. Thick. I mean, the weight gain. Like, when they filled out, it was like, okay, well, there you go. This is what you're supposed to look like. I like would
0: like to die. This is what you're supposed to look like. I would like. like to die by <clears throat> suffocating with you sitting on my face. Is that
1: his, <laughs> I would like, like to
0: die... By
1: Demi Lovato Pussy Suffocation. <laughs> it's actually written on the death certificate.
0: Demi Lovato Pussy <laughs> Suffocation? Suffocation! <laughs> do breathing! Because, listen.
1: That's what the coroner has to write on the death
0: certificate! <laughs> it's so funny because I look back and I'm like, man, they were so hot in Camp Rock. I was... 15. I was like, they were so hot. Yeah, they were rock. a child, and you were a child, so that totally makes We were both sense. children. And then they came out with the, uh, not the first album, the second album, Here We Go Again. And I was like, oh, she, they changed their hair, and I'm like, they look so good, and I was like, that's cool. And then they came out with the, the, the third album, I think the third album was called Remember December, I can't remember what the third album was, but, um, Confident. I saw that album cover and I was like, whoa. I heard that song and I was like, who who is this?
1: Right. Not to mention, have you seen the music? And the radio, right? And they were like, <laughs> this is Demi Lovato. I'm like, cause again, with our age gap, she was this little cute Disney girl. And I was like. That's that's what fucked me up with my age gap is when these when these little cute Disney kids all of a sudden like broke free of all that shit and we're now adults and you're like whoa whoa puberty hit you like a fucking truck also every time it comes up on lists on who you would smoke weed with and Miley Cyrus is one of the choices I always pick (laughs) Miley Cyrus every fucking time they're like who would you rather smoke with Miley or Miley Miley (laughs) did you see (laughs) that video Miley like (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> did you see that video where
1: this And like, Billy Ray Cyrus, like, come the fuck on, y'all. Like, look. Dream, okay? On their fucking farm. Are you fucking kidding me? Billy Ray Cyrus, is. Did no. Miley come oh, out as
0: not binary? am no. I'm surprised she no, hasn't, actually. No.
1: no, she has not.
0: Okay. Yeah. But, I know Demi did, but I, I couldn't remember. Right. Uh, um, but Miley, uh, did you see that video where this girl's like, can you sign this? And Miley goes, do you have a lighter? And she's like... I meant, do you have a pen? Well, you know where my brain is. Girl, up, you
1: know I've seen. That's why I'm like.
0: <laughs> this bitch. I see you, Miley. I, see I you. feel you creeping. I can see you from my shadow. Why not just open my Lamborghini?
1: Actually, her and Rihanna. I do not smoke, smoke weed with Rihanna. Actually, no. Rihanna. That wouldn't. You know what? No. Never <laughs> mind. Never mind. Never mind. You're right. No. Because cause people know weed is an aphrodisiac. So you put me and her in the same room and then, sex with me so amazing. The bitch S- wrote, She wrote that fucking song. Come on now. How you gonna be so fine that you write a whole motherfucking song and the whole song is just sex with me is so amazing. I'm like,
0: bitch, I bet, I bet it is. is. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> Let me find out reaction.
1: <laughs> just saying. Anyway,
0: like, can we just mm. husband
1: would not be opposed at all. So you know, I'm I throwing, just I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just throwing it out in the universe. You
0: know, I'm just I'm just, I'm just saying. Sex with Jennifer Lawrence would be nice. <laughs> anyway, we're just throwing it out in the just universe. universe. Just, putting it, <laughs> just putting it out there. I mean, I put it out there a lot, but you know, I'll put it out there a lot all the time, every day. Anyway. <laughs> Can you just give me a room with Jennifer Lawrence and Tom Hiddleston in it, please? And scene. Um. And then Tom can leave in about two or three hours. <laughs> and then I'm gonna need about two or three days. Like we're just Jennifer. gonna like, like we just, we're 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 done with you now, Tom. I needed your dick for a hot minute. You're really fucking hot. We're the one man I you are done with you now, Tom. Fuck. It's funny
1: how with the t- with the penis, you're like, I just need an hour or two. You can go now. <laughs>
0: We're gonna threesome this bitch, and then you're gonna go. And then you can go. And then I'm gonna need room service for the next four days because yeah. I'm about to fucking destroy this you woman. Can it's funny. It's
1: so funny how men think you don't need more. Mm-mm. No, we really. She don't. can put a strap on. I'm good. Yep. Yeah, we don't need any more.
0: I couldn't imagine. Thank you. You can go. Near- <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you. Your services are no longer required.
0: <laughs> oh my god! Wait, no. You know what would be really hot? This is so weird and random. Fucking Jennifer Lawrence, but him, like, talking. Like, um, like commentating or just, like, talking. Because his... Oh, my God. I just almost drooled by, like, thinking about
1: his fucking voice. You sent me that fucking thing, and I'm like, seriously? And I'm on my period? Thanks. That's great. You're very welcome. That's what best friends do. It's great. Can't do anything. It's great. Thanks. Thanks. I'm fine. (laughs) Your vagina's like, ah, screaming. So literally, I'm I'm like, I literally, i like, what's that sound? (laughs) She's just, she's just screaming in the void. She's just
0: screaming. What is this conversation? I swear (laughs) to God. (laughs) Anyway. All right. We're wrapping it up. All right, guys. So next week come. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Freudian slip. (laughs) I'm Jennifer. sorry I have Jennifer Lawrence and Tom sit on the brain right yes. now. And I'm like, next week come.
1: Look, we are rounding out Pride Month. <laughs> so we had to get a little gay for a second. Oh, we're going to get very gay and next week. And now we're going to get very gay next
0: week. So there you go. We're going to talk about LGBTQ representation in horror films. Now, we have talked about what keeps you alive. We will talk about what keeps you alive again. But we're going to talk about it as a whole. We're going to talk about actual representation of the lgbtq community yeah the the good the
1: bad what could be improved right it's a lot of ugly um what could be improved um what we're seeing now you know i mean it's been a long road there have not been many representatives and when there is a lot of times it's very poorly done unfortunately Um, but we've had a few gems and, um, yeah, we're definitely happy to talk about that because, um, you know, I think, I think there's, I think there's even been times where inadvertently there's queer representation in horror where maybe it's not blatant, but, um, sometimes even underlying is better. Nice. Right. And better because it doesn't need to be the standout. It can, you know, it's. It's, it doesn't need to be the standout if it's a heteronormative relationship. It doesn't need to be the standout if it's a homosexual relationship or same-sex relationship. It It just, you treat it like any other regular relationship would be. So um, I'm usually happy when it is, when it's not like out in the open, when it's very like, oh,
0: Huh. Kind of like when you come all to the right, realization anyway. that they're together and you're like, oh, okay, cool. And you're like, oh, it's nice that anyway, they don't right. throw it in your face. Like. Yeah. <laughs> and there's no sex every five goddamn minutes. Anyway, though, so guys, that's what we're going to talk about next week. Can't wait. And, of course, you know, we have socials. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at DFWTOpodcast. Handle is DFWTO8811. If you have any questions, concerns, or just want to say hey, email us at dfwto8493 at gmail.com. We are on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and still featured on Podbean for the time being. So please go check us out on all of that. Give us a follow. Give us a subscribe. Give us a rating. That way you know every single time we put out new episodes. I almost said videos. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Content. content. Every single Wednesday or Sunday. You know, if it happens to be a different day, you will know. Have a great week, guys. We love you. Be a little gay; it's okay. <laughs> and okay. remember, don't, don't fuck, fuck with, with the, the original. Do no, not go to the past. <laughs> <laughs>